This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Ah, oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro. Jimmy Snooker. I love Jimmy. My co-host, Dave Rothenberg. I have to get through all the crap just to get to the stupid factor where you guys show up here, huh? Like you really have no respect for us. Our amazing producers. How about the father B, RJ Santillo? That's just him and his glorious muscles. And maybe you oil them up. How about, I know, you want to talk about famous and handsome. The one and only Raymond Santiago. Who cares? <laughs> okay, going to be that kind of day. What about our friend, longtime Michael K. producer Andrew Gunling? The big clubs hover, stars all look to depart. Gorgeous. And of course, as always, we're rolling with the company. Thank you for getting up with us on this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. Come on, one over here. Now relax, Terry. Call us what you want, but don't ever call us lazy. Here's every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Number to call, 1-800-919-3776. Yeah, so that's just a good compliment. Evan Fournier is coming off the bench doing his thing. Oh, stop it. Um, okay, goodbye. That's not very nice. We have an unbelievable show planned for you today. Jay, you're on the pickle. No, you're I on the fast break, Ellen. Jay. Uh, we do the pickle, we do a fast break, we do both if you want. As we head into the All-Star break, NBA All-Star break, the Knicks with an adult wire-to-wire win in Atlanta. Knicks now sit sixth in the Eastern Conference. Mikhail Bridges, career night, 45 points, lead the Nets over the Miami Heat. It looks like the Frankie Montas experience has come to an end for the Yankees. Rangers, nice little win in Vancouver. We got the stuff you missed at 9.15, and as always, on the Thursday at 7.45, we have no observations that did it happen in Florida. But before we get to any of that, I'd like to say good morning to a man that truly values his co-workers. I was thinking about Ray in the shower this morning. Oh, really? What were you thinking? <laughs> Give me the ding! Nasty. And then? Ah! <laughs> oh. Are you finished? Like that kind of party? I bet you do. Here he is, our little freaky leader, the one and only, David Rothenberg. Oh, good morning. Now, I got to tell you, 80% through, maybe 90% through, I'm thinking to myself, this is paling in comparison to last week's Open, which I thought was, and the guy said, maybe the best you'd ever done. And then at the end, it got wild, it got crazy, you brought Ray in the shower in, and I thought it, I don't know that it matched it, but it it turned great at the end. Yeah, what I did was I I brought you in, gave you a little taste, yeah, then kind of plateaued there for a minute, and then... Poke it. Go ahead, poke it. Right back up. I'm going to use poke it. I thought it was too much. Uh, I thought the poke I gotta it would tell be you, too much. I got I to gotta tell you right off the bat, uh, yeah. we, we're transparent on the show, right? That's what very we trans- are. That's what we very do. Very transparent. I'm in a terrible mood right now. No, of course you are. I, I mean, I, Care to explain? Yeah, I'd like to explain. And not only that, because you know, man, you know, I'm, I, I feel at this very moment awful. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I feel so awful. You can ask Gray. I feel awful. I, I feel Hello? guilty. So get here every day. Park on the street every single day. And if I don't find a spot by a certain time, which I always do on so Thursday. So we're going to squeeze this one in. Always do on Thursday. I will put it into the lot, which is around the block. Fine. So I'm driving up and down the side streets. And 
uh, the spot I usually just pull right into, not there. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Go around the block, look again. The the other block I go on, nothing. Turn around, come back, nothing. Around, back, nothing. Like, you know what? All right, I've I've shot my shot. There's nothing there. I've got to admit to, to defeat and put it in the lot around the block. I pull up to the lot. It's closed. Oh, no. It's closed. What do you mean it's closed? It's the, the, the garage door is down, and I'm thinking, well... Maybe it's a slow time. I mean, I, I don't know how it would be. It's like Lincoln Center area. Maybe it's a slow time, um, and I have to get out and ring the bell, right? So I get out, ring the bell. The guy's like, full, full. I'm like, oh, no. Come on. Now I have this moment of, I'm in real trouble here. Now, I know you have the Thursday open, but I want to you know, get here and talk to you and see your beautiful face and all that. I'm like, what? No, what do I do? So I start circling again. And now, Rick, and uh, very unsafely, I must admit, I'm going through every light because now it's getting up to the point where I have to be able to get into the studio to get ready for the show. I'm, I'm sitting there at a red light. Now there's no cars on the road. I'm just like, I'll go through that. I'll go through that. I'll go through this. I'm going through everything. Right. And then finally I call RJ. I'm like, RJ, I, I don't know what to do. I can't even find a spot that I can have it till seven or seven 30. I'm in big trouble here. I'm going home. And he, you know what? And you know what he says? Cause this is the kind of guy he is. He says, it's more important. You're there than I'm there. Just pull in front of the building, and I will deal with your car. So now he runs down. I give him the keys like he's the valet. The British are coming. The British are coming. And, uh, Rick, <laughs> I, I'm not even excited. I feel awful. So now RJ, RJ, he's not my personal assistant. He's now out dealing with my car. Am I here? Hello? Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. This is exactly I, I try to tell you that you just go to the old reliable. You go to the garage I go to, all reliable. You're good. You get a little. You get your steps up on yeah, the way that, to the studio. I, I, listen, okay. Firstly, I've never, you, I've you never had this it, issue. Though. No, no, it was too. You didn't have enough time. At uh, that point, and, you and had then, no and time. When I got down to it, he said, to you, "Why don't you go to that lot?" And I said, "I don't, I don't have enough time because that no. lot's far away." Yeah, you would have never made it. So I, I feel it. You know, things happen. That's not the end of the world. What upsets me is now I put him in this position where he's, he's like literally now my Jeeves is what he is. No, he's not. I feel all. I'm telling you, I feel awful. You should feel bad. I do. Because, I, I mean, feel, that's the I last feel... thing RJ wants to be doing right now. But, I mean, when push comes to shove, I mean, Raymond's running the board. Where is RJ? RJ's on vacation right well, now. Well, bring him back. RJ, I mean, this is why he's the best in the business. But, I he mean, wears the, all the hats. The guy produces. He he books guests. He screen calls. He puts podcasts up. He does sim. He does observations. He does DHIV. And he parks cars. <laughs> right. Great. Great. And he's I was kinda, in such a good mood. He, hey, he's kind of going on vacation though soon. Well, not kind of. He's he's. You know, maybe maybe this is God's message. Maybe this is God telling us he shouldn't be going on this vacation. And because he's leaving to go on this vacation, you know what? I'm going to punish him. Look, look who just walked into the studio. RJ's R- back. RJ the valet. RJ, I I just want to tell you this, and and we talked about this for minutes now. I am so sorry. I feel awful that this happened. Oh, it's not your fault. Let me tell you, though. Yeah. Full transparency, because I, I was listening on the app. All the thoughts we've had about Dave's vehicle, all true. Beautiful, all, right? All. Oh, yeah. It, there's a there's a fancy way to put it in gear. It's, there is? Oh, yeah. Oh, you've got what, you've got one of those dials on the... On the uh, You're going to have to give me a tutorial. It's it's very, very fancy. Cameras all over the place. Massage, massage seats. It's safely parked, though. 
Is it on the street or in a lot? No, in a lot. In a, in, in that lot that we used to park in. That's right. It's well protected. Oh. You should you should have illegally parked it somewhere. Like just no, put it on the sidewalk. I could have illegally parked it somewhere. You could put it on the sidewalk right in front of the building. Couldn't find parking. <laughs> here's, a, here's four a, bucks. Could you, a, could, did you look for parking? Could you not find anything too? I took a a, a brief stroll around. Nothing. 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 All did right. you run from that lot? That lot's not that close. It was it's a, not. It, it was a, a brisk walk. You you ran. On, you got your steps. He in. had to have. You had to have. That that that's it. For me, that's a that's probably a twelve minute walk. That's a half a marathon for you. Yeah, that's that's a that's why I don't park there. It's too far. I don't want to put that many steps on at five thirty in the morning. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> no, you, you, you can't put the steps in, so RJ has to. I feel awful. I'm telling you, I, I, RJ. Let me buy you breakfast or something. I I just I feel terrible about this. No, the reason you shouldn't. It is it is glorious outside. <laughs> it really is. It's, I didn't wear. How about this? I didn't wear a jacket today. It's 56 you. degrees or something right now. It, it's supposed to go up to 65 today. It's it's winter in February. All right. I'm sure you didn't uh, tune in this morning to hear about my parking issues, although the stress level is very high. This portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. I love the phraseology you used in your open. I love it. It was an adult win for the Knicks last night. That's what it was. They went out there. They bludgeoned them. It, they looked like Atlanta was disinterested, but I don't care about that. They went out there, and they crushed the Hawks, and what a way to send the Knicks into the All-Star break. Well, especially because Brooklyn won and beat Miami. Now we're sitting in sixth, It was just the playoffs. Beautiful as well. It was the was. It was the perfect night. It really was. And I was interested to see how they would show up. Because I think it says a lot about the leadership in the locker room and the coaching in a game like that. No one, I mean, the Knicks have an extensive break now. They got a bunch of guys going to the All Star. I mean, going to the All Star festivities. festivities. Yeah, Randall's in the All Star game, and this was a perfect opportunity for a team that lacks leadership, lacks you know, great coaching to just kind of show up, go through the motions, and get to the break. And that's not what the Knicks did. No, that's what Atlanta did. That's not what the Knicks that's did. exactly what Atlanta did. But the Knicks, I mean, and again, you you rely on your veteran guys. To lead the way. And Julius Randle in that first quarter said, no, no, we're going to get this win. It was aggressive, 12 points in the first quarter. I didn't realize this. you know that Julius Randle leads the NBA in first quarter threes made? It, it feels like I didn't know that, but it makes sense that it, it would be the case because he's always hoisting threes early in the game. Like, always. And, and it feels to me like you get a better version. It's not to knock Julius Randle, but a better version of Julius Randle in the first quarter than you do the fourth quarter. Like, he's really good in the first quarter. Well, but I think that's, I mean, that's the recipe now, isn't it, though? Right? Like, you can get him going early. He can be aggressive. And then he was good again. I mean, the third quarter, he had 11. And then in the fourth quarter, that's when, I mean, quick, show of hands. Who, who wants Julius Randle with the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter? I was getting angry. Yeah, uh, right, I, not I, us. I was, I, and, and they started that third quarter. I was like, oh, no. You know what it is? Because... You're not used to the Knicks being good. So you have, what What was the lead at halftime? 22, right? And then all of a sudden it got down to like 15 immediately. They couldn't score. You're like, oh, oh no. Like they're going to they gonna blow this game. But it, it never got to single digits. No, no, they tried. I mean, Atlanta tried. And then the Knicks would answer right back. Which is, I mean, it, again, like, I mean, you, you show up the way that Atlanta showed up. And the last thing you would want to have happen is, you know, the switch go off and be like, oh, we could steal this game. And you get, they didn't let that happen. No, they, they sure didn't. Let's let's take a listen to uh, Tom Thibodeau. By the way, phone lines open. 1-800- wide open. Why? 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 Wide open. 
right now. 1-800-919-3776. Calls, calls. Tom Thibodeau credits the toughness in the win down in Atlanta. You know, we got back pretty good defense in transition. We were able to set, get our defense set, and you never feel safe against these. We've had big leads in all the games against them and didn't hold on. So I, I thought we played with a lot more toughness when we got the lead in this one, and it doesn't take much for them to get going. Yeah, and that's the thing with Atlanta, and he's right about that. Is I mean, Trey Young hits a three, gets fouled on a shot. All of a sudden, you know, Hunter hits a shot. It's a 9-2 run, and that 22 is down to 14. You're like, oh, God. There's so much time left, but I give them a lot of credit because they they went into that game wanting to make a statement, and for all intents and purposes, you don't see this often in the NBA, that game was over immediately. Well, this is what happens, though. I mean, if you fancy yourself the better team in the game, I mean, that's a significant game they were playing going into the All-Star break. You come out in the first quarter and do what they did, 37-21. I hated how the first quarter ended, but still, you set the tone early, and you know you have you have your leaders do that for you. And they played good, solid defense. I mean, they were plus nine. They made 14 threes. Atlanta made five. Atlanta shot 19% from three. They were plus 15 in rebounds. Had 30 fast break points. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, listen, the Knicks are a good team, man. Maybe they are. No, I don't think maybe. I think they're a good good team. You know what? Maybe we have to change our expectations. Here, here, Is that the question for you today? Do you have to change your expectations for the Knicks right now? I don't think my expect. I think this has been my has been the hope and expectation, right? Haven't I said this the entire time? Was was get that sixth seed? Yeah, but I mean, could they get the fifth? Can you get the fifth? Can you get the fourth? Like, at at what point? At what point do you stop? Well, I I don't I don't think you stop. And now I know it's the All Star break, but now I mean, once we're back, it is a sprint to the finish. They're what? They're thirty three and twenty seven, right? Thirty three and twenty seven. More importantly, two games left. They're seventeen and twelve on the road. It's unbelievable. They're it's better on the nice. road than they are at home record-wise. Pretty nice. So you, cu- you come back next Friday, mind you. So you get a full week plus off, and you're at Washington against the Wizards, which is not a daunting game. Then you're home against the Pelicans. Then a, a big game on Monday, February 27th, home against the Celtics. Then you're home against the Nets again. And then you got at Miami, at Boston. So... Listen, I, I mean, there's some difficult games in there. Certainly, you have the Celtics twice. You have Miami a couple times. But then you got the Hornets, you, and then you go out west. So, I, I, I mean, if you can somehow find a way to hit that sixth spot, that would be a great regular season for this team. That's just what you want when you come home from the West Coast trip. You got just you got Denver just sitting there waiting for you. It's great. What do you mean? You come home? Yeah, that's right. March like 18th. Denver. And that's an afternoon game. That's all right, game. though. Listen, I mean, all these games are going to be, this is when the NBA, I mean, this is when everyone kind of locks it in and, and starts jockeying for playoff position. So you're not going to get you're not going to get many off nights from teams. No, you know? you're certainly not. But here's, here's the thing, and this is what you find. I mean, is there any way you can get that five spot? Because you get the five and you go up against either Cleveland or, or Brooklyn, and I think you have a, like a legitimate, I might even pick you to win that series. Well, I think if you're going to get the five spot, it's because Brooklyn now is in the six. Or lower. Okay, but could, that that could happen. Yeah, it could happen. I, well, they're still trying to figure it out, man. Mikael Bridges was awesome. That, I mean, that's that's some kind of performance, especially on the heels of what we saw from him the other night, where he was. Let's be fair, he he struggled to go out there and pour forty five in against Miami, who's a. Re, I mean, maybe the best defensive team in the NBA. That's a big time performance. At one point, he scored, he scored fifteen straight points. Seventeen, uh, I believe. No, fifteen straight for the Nets. He I, scored seventeen, but it was fifteen straight. Hmm. Thought I heard seventeen. No, he scored seventeen in the quarter. He scored, 15 he scored fifteen straight. straight. That's, That's a lot. Right. You don't you don't often see that. 
No, you don't. But they got good pieces, man. It's just that now it's up to Jacques Vaughn to figure out the rotations and how he wants to use everybody. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. RJ seemed out of breath when I when I just chatted with him, and and he had to do deep knee, knee bends, and, and there was a crack of the knee. Like I just feel awful that he had to go out and bring my car into the lot. Yeah, I wouldn't feel great, but I think it's a testament to the show. I think the four of us are willing to do whatever it takes. But here's the thing, and I got tweets about this, and I need you to be honest with me. You think I would do this for you guys? Mm. Oh, that's Raymond saying no. Yeah, I think you would. You do? Yeah, yeah, because I go back to when we I mean, you were now. I expected you to be at the Jets facility a lot earlier than me because you stayed at the hotel. Right. But the fact is, is you saw me pull up, and then you're like, you know what? I got to tell the security guy to get grab him, yeah, so we can drive him. It's to true the, to the stage. It's true, but here's the thing: it was very thoughtful of me. It's a great point. It didn't really send me out of my way. It's not like it was okay. Go walk a half mile to get Rick. It was Rick's right here. Tell a man in a car to pick him up. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I'm I'm trying to. Listen, to I don't know. Case, I don't know. But I think you. I think you would. You think so, I RJ? Think you do would. you believe I would have done the same for you if you were in a in a jam like that? You know I like to be honest with you. Yes. I think you would. You do? I do. Listen, order I think of, when push comes to shove, yes, I think you would have done Order it. of operations yeah. suggests that, you know, I, I guess if you want to think of like a, like a football team or, or any sports team, Ray and I are like the coaches, right? If a coach has to step behind the bench or go into the, the room for a minute, less noticeable than our, our leader not being out there. You're calling the plays. We need you out there. All right. Well, I feel terrible, but I, I appreciate you guys it actually, in and helping. You know what? It reminds me of one of the great moments in my coaching career. Really? Yeah. We were playing Do you have a, a lot of great moments in your coaching career? Um, I have some nice moments. Okay. So this is one of the. This is one. Of, you'll appreciate this because you're a. I'm you're a coach. Coaching, yeah, you're coaching your son's basketball team now. Uh-huh. So we're playing a league game, and there. I mean, you know, league games are very, very important. Very, very important. So this game is back and forth, back and forth, low scoring. I think it's one one at the time. Our best player goes down, gets his foot caught in a rut, and reaggravates an ankle injury. Oh no! And he can't. The, he, the poor kid can't can't play. He's in pain, so he's on the bench. But he's just the. He is. He's one of our leaders. Wants to be out there, dying to get out there. Just can't do it. One of the kids that that didn't play a lot takes the 
tape off of his shin pads and gives it to our guy. Really? To tape up his ankle. Somehow, after he tapes up his ankle, gets back on the ice, makes the game-winning pass wow. for the overtime game winner. How about wow. that? Wow. How about that's that? A, that's a selfless teammate. Selfless teammate. That's what that is. Yeah, I would have been, you know, like taking my extra roll of tape and be like, hmm, what can I... <laughs> I, I don't I don't need this. I'll just throw this into the trash. This seems very unnecessary. All right, Knicks fans, they're they're, they're lined up is what they are. Let's get to them. 1-800-919-3776. And you should be because this was a, can't even say first half of the season because you're three quarters of the way through. It was a great first three quarters of the season. Leo, Pennsylvania. Good morning, Leo. You're up on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, fellas. How's everybody doing? Uh, I'm a little little uh, fachaded, as one might say, and I think Rick is good, right, Rick? I'm good. I'm a little shaken up because you're shaken up, but I'll be, I'll be. Yeah, fine. but I, I don't think it's it's really portraying on air, right? I sound fine. Well, no, you sound great. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. What do you got, Leo? Uh, yeah, it was great. I, I was it was on hold, and I, I don't know if I was the first one, but the first one I guess already picked up, and I was just like, "Hey, you're back." Um, uh, but. Uh, no, I was going about the Knicks. Uh, what a win. I mean, Hardestine's block, uh, just the way they handled everything down the line, it was it was it was great. I was I was yelling, my kids were trying to go to sleep and they're like, Dad, calm down, I'm like, I can't. Um it was it was a good win. It was a good win. I enjoyed it. This is what we were as Knicks fans wanting just them to be consistently good to an extent. Um, you know, not falter at the end. Uh but Again, uh, my question for you guys is: Where do you where do you think the Knicks will end up playoff playoff or not? Where do you think they're going to end up by the end of the season? Oof. It's a good question. I think they'll end up the five. You think they're going to get the five? I think they could get the five. Boy, that would be sensational. Well, I think they're better than Brooklyn now. Okay, uh, if that that's fair, but it's still three games in the loss column right now. I get it. I mean, you only have 22 to play your three games in the lost column back. And Brooklyn's not, they're not a bad team. No, I don't think they're a bad team at all. And they're gonna get, I think they'll get better. I just think, I think last night, for me, said a lot about this team. And the mindset of this team. And I think they're smart enough to realize. Like, could they mess around and beat Philly in a series? Maybe. But I like my chances better against Cleveland. Oh, God. I, I think you have a real chance to beat Cleveland. Like a, okay. a legitimate so, chance. I think they're smart enough to recognize that. They know that. Well, you know Tibbs is, and so you know he's going to play for that. I just, yeah, listen, I, th- I think they could. I I think I think this is fair to say. They could get the five. They could get the six. They could get the seven. Is that is that there? If I give you like a, a, a range of three spots, is that the range? Yeah, that's the range, but I would be disappointed if they didn't finish in the in the playoffs. Oh, okay, but but they could. I mean, they're tied with Miami right now. For the six or seven spot. So it's not like you look at that and you say you couldn't fall to seven. You're right there at seven. Well, no, they're, I mean, they're in the sixth spot. Right, but I'm saying have... like, like you could easily wind up like like one more loss or win Miami or whatever. You'd be in the seventh spot. Right. But you also have Miami three more times, too. So Correct. You can, I mean, you can control that. And Brooklyn so, once. Okay, so the Knicks 33 and 27. It's their best record entering the All-Star break since 2012-2013, <laughs> which is nice. And their uh, 17 and 12 road record at the break is the best since uh, 2000, 2001. So good. I mean, solid, really solid. It's great. More than first half, but I mean, we're, we're, I mean, up to this point, it's been good. How about Cleveland? They're 25 and six at home. 
I mean, that's the thing though with this Knicks team that bothers me is the is the, 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 the five hundred at home or sixteen and fifteen at home. It should it should bother you. Jalen Brunson, by the way, since January first, aw- I saw some of his stats. He's Holy, awesome! I saw. I forget who it was. Somebody tweet last night and say, "You know, this is Julius Randle's team." Not in my mind. Not in my mind. In my mind, and Randle's been great. This is Jalen Brunson's team. Jalen Brunson has turned himself. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a star. It, yeah. Well, Tib said it. I mean, Tib said it after the game too, talking about him. Like when you look at what he did at Villanova, like one of the more more accomplished college basketball players, two national championships, and then somehow slips to the second round. And but he's just you know what it is about him. It's just he wants to kind of like RJ, valet in your car for you. Uh, all he wants to do is facilitate. Is no is, is contributing to win and whatever that means, whatever role that is. And Dallas's role was different. Now all of a sudden he's like, the alpha he had, here now. Oh yeah, when he had to step up in Dallas, he did and was great in the playoffs. And now it's his team, and he's got the ball in his hands in big moments. And it's great, dude. Since January first, he's averaging almost thirty. It's it's amazing to watch. And you know what pretty the thing much is thirty. I remember, and you know, we were talking about it yesterday. I think it was on the air about me with college basketball, and I love college basketball. I watched a ton. Last, I was watching a game. I was laughing, thinking about you guys. I was watching Texas A&M and Arkansas last night, and Texas A&M had four points 11 minutes into the game. And I was like, they would, they would laugh at me for watching this. My point was, I watched him a ton at Villanova. And at Villanova, he used to be able to, to, to back guys in and play bully ball and, and low post them from the point guard position. Right, the other point guard would be matched up with him, and he w- he would really back them in, and and I never thought it would translate the same way at the next level, but Rick, it does. Like he's creative, he's so calming when he gets Smart. the ball, and it, it, it's like the game. We talk about this all the time. The game slows down for him when he's in that situation. It's it really is remarkable to watch. You know what it is about players like that? It, it's not that the game slows down because I I think you're. You're right, but I think the reason why it looks like it slows down is because he's so good at dictating the pace of the game. Like, if he needs to slow it down, he'll slow it down, change speeds, whatever he has to do. But, I mean, his his ability one-on-one to get where he wants and get his shots is... It's remarkable. It's really and impressive. I don't think you realize how big he is. Like, he physically kind of bullies his way down into the low post. Yeah, he's thick, man. He's thick. And I'll tell you what, the, I mean, finally... I'll give Leon Rose credit here because some of the moves that he's made just haven't fit right. The, the The Josh Hart move was a nice move. Oh, he's a good player. What a, a nice, nice addition. Yeah, and they got that. I mean, you already got that chemistry built in between him and him and Brunson. Yeah, man, it's exciting. I mean, I, although listen, in RJ RJ yesterday was more aggressive when he gets to his left hand and gets to the rim. Fine, but dude, he had a three at one point yesterday. Oh God! Did you, you know what I'm talking about? I, from I, the there left was one side? he missed. He missed every. There was two from that left side, oh. and he. One he like completely missed everything, and then the next one he took, and I think was it Wally doing the game on television? Wally's like, I don't know what's going on with his shooting right now. Like, it, and he's going to the line; he can't make free throws. Like, he can't shoot the ball at all. Uh he was over over six from three. At one point, he had a wide open three, and, and he was smart enough to just say, "You know, forget this. I'm going to get to the rim." Is that but the one where he got hammered? He got hammered. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, they, need, I, I don't they know. need him, man. They need him. He's got to he's got to find a way to fix it. Or 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 stop shooting. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Well, he. I mean, you could tell he was he was hell bent on getting to the rim, which is fine. Yeah. Well, those I think that's it. what you have to do. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at dr on ESPN. It's not nice when you're nasty to Raymond. Okay, you. The say, man has had no sleep. You you say this, but Raymond. Over the last month, 
Who has been nastier, nastier to you by far, me or Rick? Oh, it's it's been Rick bar none. Yeah. But that being said, let's not pretend that you don't have your moments of nastiness no, no, no. towards me. I, I, I do. But over, over the last, you know, month, six weeks, he's been way nastier. But how can he say this is why I tell you not to be nasty when he's consistently nasty to you? Because I think we've already established that, that Raymond, I, Raymond knows how much I care for him and how much I love him. So I can I can afford to be nastier. Ray, is that true? Because you know he loves you. He can be nasty to you. I have learned that that Rick's style of love uh, contains a lot of. This sounds like an abusive relationship. Is yeah, what it listen. sounds like. <laughs> it, I, I have learned that the way he treats me, I have to be better. I mean, what's happening? It's here? how he expresses. <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. You're if the I victim. If I don't like you, if I don't like you, I don't really bust your chops much. The me- don't talk in my ear, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I saw a headline. Now it's it's football related, but can we just discuss this for a minute? And I, I just mentioned it to RJ, and he he was puzzled by this as well. So pro football talk it doesn't matter, but this is where I saw it on. Jarek McKinnon said they say made the smart move not to score. We all agree with that, right? With a minute thirty six left in the Super Bowl, did you my see? My wife this? would my wife would disagree. Yeah, but she wanted him to get in there. Oh, dude, she was screaming. She thought for sure that Butker was going to miss the miss the field goal. She thought it was right for him to get in. No, no, she didn't want to take her chances with Butker. She was on a, on a twenty-seven yard field goal. No, the second he hit the upright on the field goal, he was dead. He's there. a good kicker, though. No, that's what I said to her. I said, "Relax." And then all of a sudden, they put they. It was in the middle of the field in the paint, and she was like, "See, I told you." It's <laughs> like relax. Uh, he he hit it right down the middle. That's what I said. Wait, did, wait, did you say that to her? Then now you relax there. Yeah, I said, "Hey, relax, all right." There. No one wants the Eagles to win. He's going to make this. All right. So how about this though? So minute thirty-six left in the game. He he takes the knee at the one-yard line. But Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo admits he had mixed feelings about his defense not having a chance to be on the field to close out the game. What do you mean he has mixed feelings? <laughs> Isn't this rid- is ridiculous? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So you're glad I brought it up. How absurd is that? It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. What do you mean mixed feelings? So well, why you- would you want your defense on the field to what? To, to potentially lose the game? Yeah, the game is won. The game is over. You almost can't blow it. And you would rather your defense have a chance where now all of a sudden Philly has a chance and you could, in theory, lose the game? That would serve him right. If that was something in his mind that he was thinking or actually verbalized, it would would have served him right for McKinnon to score there and then for the Eagles to somehow find a way to win. Well, you you say if if, if he did, it said he admits he had mixed feelings about not having a chance to have his defense close out the game. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Be honest with me now. I know you always are. Be honest with me. Have you ever heard of patina as a place? Patina as a place? No. Yeah, neither have I. But Bob is calling from patina. Good morning, Bob. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, gentlemen. Patina is a nice little town in Italy, Rick, in Campania. Wait, you're in Italy right now? About an hour from Amalfi. No, I'm actually in a place in New Jersey that we named patina after the town my parents came from. Wait a minute, what do you mean we named? You you named the town on your own? No, we named our piece of land in New Jersey. Oh, so he named his estate. Oh, so no wonder we, we've never heard of it. Yeah, we you really can't call it an estate, Rick, but Rick, you know, you know, you'll understand this. I'm a little bit of a stumad. I will sometimes I listen to the podcast in the afternoon when I'm not up there quite this early and I go to call in and then I say, no, I can't do that. <laughs> but I don't understand how you name your estate and now tell us you're calling from your, your where he's at. The, the name of the place that you have, 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 have penned. Because well, you don't need to understand it, David. Well, I, I do. I do. No. You know what? I'm hosting the show along with you. I kind of do need to understand what's going on here. 
Dave, Dave, Rick is right, but listen, when you, you know, out here in western New Jersey, people have some land, so people typically name the land. There's they lots do? of farms, you know, every farm has a name. Huh. Well, I, I was unaware of that. Anyway, so we, we, we could have made this easier and said Bob calling from Jersey is what we could have done. That's true, you could have, but you didn't. So well, where, where are you in Jersey? But listen. Where are, no, I want to know, where are you? He's where in Patina. No, he's not in Patina. That's, that's where his homemade estate is. Where are you? Patina resides in, in Hunterton, where? Hunterton County. Thank you. Wait, you have no idea where that is. No, right. no but at least it's well, a real place. I'm going gonna, gonna to start calling in the case. be like, where's Dave? Dave's calling from? Flumaire. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, like, Patina, Flumaire. Go ahead, Bob. You should be on late night television. You know, you have you have, you have your bosses at Disney who own this thing called ABC. They've got to be in third place in late night television. If third place, you guys would kill it. And just imagine if you had the opportunity. Just imagine if you had the opportunity to talk about killing gas stoves in New York, right? Or balloons flying over the country. You guys would be a riot. Yeah, that's, yeah, they that's don't what we want to talk about. That. Bob, they don't, really about. Us, they don't let us spread our wings much. National right? security. And we couldn't do late night. We're going to do late you night. We do, do early it. mornings. Can't burn the candle at both you ends. Would. All right, Bob from Patina, what do you got? You, you would get a parking spot a lot easier, Dave. Maybe so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bob, can, can, for the love of God, you can you? get better agents. Bob, for, do you have Bob, Bob. I think that's the point of the call, Dave. I think that was the call. There's nothing more. There's no Bob loves the show. Mikhail Bridges, not nothing. No. There was nothing more he had. Bob loves the show and thinks we should do it. We need a late night TV show. That would be nice. I don't disagree. I think we put on a great late night television show. RJ, when this Bob from Patina called and you screened that call, you didn't say like, where's Patina? I did. And he said, it's my estate in Jersey. He said, it's a town that we named <laughs> in Jersey. Well, he said, it's the place we named in Jersey after where my family's from in Italy. And I said, you can do that? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. I, mean, I guess you could do whatever you want, but he's not, I mean, you. I can't send a letter to Bob in Patina, New Jersey. Oh, well, maybe you can. How do you know? Yeah, maybe yeah, you, you got to try. Maybe I maybe will. Maybe you send him a thank you note. Maybe, maybe if you had an iPad, maybe if you bought yourself an iPad, you could have looked it up. Oh, no. <sighs> no? Really? You're really going here? It's too early to send them. It's too, it's too early to send them off the handle, Rick. Don't the do it. The iPad's a nice device. I'm just saying. I, I, you so, so, so I've heard. So I've heard. Are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? You know what that is? It's gross. Uh, with Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top shelf. See, they write this for you. A top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. Michael Valley Stream. I've heard of Valley Stream. Good morning, Michael. You're on 98.7. Good morning. How you doing? I want to let you guys know you guys have a great show. You're always very informative, and I appreciate it. I just had a quick question right now I want to ask. Right? You guys been watching the Knicks. I've been watching the Knicks for years, watch, watching the team right now. Robinson has been out, you know, and I think we're not either 7-6 and six or 8-6 and six without him. Brunson has been scoring at an all-time high. The court is being spaced out. He could do whatever he wants. Randall could do whatever he wants. I'm thinking I want to ask you guys about Robinson returning because Hartenstein could do so much. He could pass. He can rebound. He knows how to read the floor. He gets offensive rebounds and dunk. The thing is with Mitchell Robinson, I feel when we play with him, teams only play us like four and five because he's not an offensive threat at all. He can't hit a jump hook. 
His hands are not good. Sometimes if he tries to dunk with one hand, he misses. He but, Michael, you're, you're focusing on all the negative with Mitchell Robinson. How about the fact that he's a defensive presence? How about he's a terrific rebounder? I mean, there is a lot of positive. He, he's not an offensive player. You don't need to be an offensive player to, to bring a lot to the table for this team. I, I think it's kind of he's not here, so you don't miss him, you know, kind of thing. And, and you appreciate what Hartenstein is able to do and, and, and Jericho Sims. I think Robinson's a terrific player. I do, too. And I think they know that. When, when when healthy, yeah, when healthy. The problem right. is healthy. he has to stay healthy, and I give credit to to Hartenstein for stepping up. And then when Mitch is back, I think what you saw yesterday too was I mean they're starting to figure out what they want to do as far as their bench their bench unit is concerned. How good is Josh Hart? He's great. I mean that was one of that was a really really good pickup for. A bunch so so of what your bench is now what? I mean it'll, Hartenstein will go back to the bench at some point. The unit the unit that they were using last night was quickly Hart. They had R J run with them, Obi and Hartenstein. You think RJ's going to start to get less time? Yes. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Dante in East Brunswick, another place we're familiar with. Good morning, Dante. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? How we're doing? Yeah, I just want to, you know, give some appreciation to Tibbs. A lot of time I'm seeing, like, um, you know, whether it's on Twitter or even the comment section uh, on Instagram. So a lot of people still, you know, even now, uh, you know, uh, fire Tibbs, fire. I just, I just don't understand how. You know, we have we finally have a coach that's actually, you know, impl- implementing something that makes us a relevant NBA team over the last couple of years. And I just, uh, you know, I, I'm happy that he's our coach. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't, a lot of guys want to fire him, but then you ask him who, well, who's better out there? Who you replace him with? No one has an answer. So I just, I just want to throw that out there. That so in the circles you're job. running in, Dante, you're seeing a lot of as they're 33 and 27, playing really good basketball, beating up on Atlanta, winning home games, beating Philadelphia, all this stuff. You you think, and you're seeing a lot of people that are saying Tibbs has to go now. I'm I'm still I'm still seeing it. If you if you look at their Instagram, if you look at their Instagram section, I'm not that I should be fighting with people on Instagram all the time in the comments, but it's just it's just not some of this. I don't know if they're trolling. I don't know what they're doing, but a lot of a lot of people just—I don't think they appreciate the fact that he's actually a really solid coach. You know, people just making it like you know he's not that good of a coach. But the guy's clearly everywhere he's gone. Does he run some guys to the ground a little bit over time? Yeah, but everywhere he's gone, they compete and they you know for the most part they make the playoffs. They win. I don't know if you win a championship with him, but I like where we're headed right now. How could you have that take, Rick? Well, I think it's not. It's listen. I think it's a crazy take, but I think it's it's the easy take for people. When things don't go right, is to fire the coach. I think it's when I think when a lot of people look at this team and say, you know, how do we get to that next level? And you look at the players, they think that you know, without getting the superstar player, what could change? The easiest thing to change usually is the coach. I think Tibbs has done a great job. He has done a good job. I'm sure Julius Randle would credit Tibbs for. For helping them become the the all star that he's turned himself into. Well, look at how they're playing. I just I, I don't understand. And I know it's you know Instagram trolls or whatever you want to say, but how could there be a faction of people out there now, having watched this team play for sixty games? You're six games over. You just moved into the sixth spot. Who are saying, oh, you got you got to move on from this guy? I just it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no sense. I just think it's the it's it's what people do. It's the easy. It's, it's just the complain. Easy answer. But how is that the easy answer? If anything, the easy answer is he's doing a good job. That that'd be the the easy not spending a lot well, of time no, say, on things answer. No, no, I'm saying if you want if if you're looking for something to change, if you're not happy with where the team is at, or you feel like this team is just good, not great. How do we get great? Well, the easy thing to do for a lot of people is just blame the coach. Well, the co- if the coach changes, we could be better, which is 
I think is silly at this point. I mean, well, they won five I, of their I, last six. Yeah, I think if the team is, you know, if they're 23 and 37, yeah, you know what? Maybe the coach is a problem. They're getting, could they be better than they are right now record-wise, realistically? Um, maybe, a, maybe a touch just with some of the games that they blew late. But Okay, but but like, uh, what, what could they be? Like, what, what's the best they could possibly be? Like, thir- 34 wins now, 35 wins now? Listen, I told you before the season when you asked me what you hoped this team could be, and I said... Give me the sixty. Give me in the playoffs. And right now they're sitting in the sixty. Right. So if you have the take of uh, you know this guy's not getting a lot out of this team, it's, it's just stupid. Look at how they showed up last night, man. Look at how Atlanta showed up, and look at how we showed up it's on the road. Game for Atlanta. That's a big game for Atlanta to show up like that is embarrassing. To be quite frank with you, I despise Trey Young. Ugh. He was brutal last night. Ugh. I can't. See, you know what? I don't. Then like like he's oh, he's looking for fouls. He's just he's driving. He's trying to draw contact. Like, ugh, it's he's just taking awful. bad shots. Yuck. I don't, you know what I don't like too. I don't like this. This when when guys are like ripping through on their shots and their hand gets deflected, and then they're calling fouls. I just, ugh. yeah, but he just bothers me. I, I mean, it's just ugh. he's very annoying, uh, especially because he's not on your team. Let's let's go to this is a nice little uplifting call. Let's go to Jason in East Northport. Good morning, Jason. Morning, guys. What's going on? Love the show. Appreciate Thank it, you, Jason. What do you got, Jay? Tell us. Um, I just, I just wanted to say, you know, you brought up Jarek McKinnon before taking the the knee, and I wanted to say how wonderful that was because last week on Friday, Dave, you pulled uh, an eight of clubs uh, out of that deck of cards, and as a result, uh, I'm taking my wife to uh, Bimini in the Bahamas with nice. uh, two grand in my pocket. Wow! So when does that trip take place? I, I don't know. They haven't given me any information, or if I have to take like a if there's like a window I got to take it. So I'm waiting on that. Uh, they have me fill out some paperwork, but uh, I thought I thought I had gotten some crappy numbers, and I, I guess not. So I just wanted to say thank you. What you got? Eight and five is what you got. Yes, I did. Yeah, well, good for you. Wow. Now, will you send us a postcard from the Bahamas? Uh, if you'd like me to, sure. I could uh, send you a postcard, send you some pictures, whatever. Yeah, let you know how much I'm enjoying the, the trip. That would that would be. I mean, I don't want to really push too far, but maybe a, a t-shirt, a, a hat, something. You know, like a, <laughs> a something when 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 you get back. I'll, I'll think us. about it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring back some mementos for each of you. You know, what would be nice, Rick, is if he took Raymond on the trip. Um, that's yeah, random. Much, listen, I don't know how much fun Raymond is though at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's not meant to be nasty. I mean, it, it, has Raymond said anything over the last how many months that would just scream he's out to have a good time? Well, because maybe Ray is being, you know, this is not exactly the time. The ground. Yeah, this is probably not the time of the year for me to be having fun. To be honest with you, I mean, the guy, the guy's a workhorse. Yeah, he's all business. He's like the icky woods of the show. Just give him the ball <laughs> over and over and over and over. Ray is not fun, as opposed to RJ, who's the uh, vacationing show pony. I'm not saying anything negative about RJ today because he saved my bacon, but yeah, he's going on vacation next week. Actually, he saved Rick's bacon if you think about it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Totally. I would, <laughs> that would have been Santiago. Just what would have so happened know, after the open? No, it would have been again. We would have done the open again. You would you just would have put <laughs> four it on, hours on of cycle? the open. <laughs> it would have been a solid. It would have been a solid 15 minute open. Let's do the open again, and we'll like do it one. again. Let's try it again, and we'll. Do, and you know what? There was a, a glitch there, and let's do it again. It would have been. It would have been like six oh five, and I would be like. Okay, your call's next. one 800 to break? Right to break. How long do you honestly think you could start a show and roll with it before things got dicey? By myself? Yes. Without, without speaking to the guys? Yes. Not long. Not long at all. Like, I can't for some reason. I don't know what it is. Is I just from by myself? Like, even when I go up to Bristol and they'll ask me to, like, do something for a sports center or something where I'm just talking straight to the camera. 
It's a it's a nightmare. Why? It's like I start sweating. You, you so you look at me as a kind of a crutch. No, no, I need to see. Like for some reason, I need to like have a conversation with someone. I need to be able to see you when I'm. But talking you're having to. a conversation with everyone when you're but doing I it by don't yourself. See, but I'm not seeing anybody. We see the guys. Yeah, I know, but that's why I would bring them in right away and speak to them. Um, by the way, I think this is unfair. So what? Hinky Haynes says, "Are we kidding here? I guarantee you that Ray and RJ have a sound clip where Dave is ripping Tibbs. When was the last time I ripped Tibbs, Rick? Honestly." Uh, when have you ripped him? When At some I, point earlier I, in the season. Oh, okay. But I think earlier in the season, there were a lot of people that were upset with, with some of the things that were happening. It hasn't, right, happened, but it I hasn't think, happened in months. No, it hasn't happened in months. And it, it, Listen, I mean, the, and the team's playing well. Like I said, I mean, they won five of the last six. They're in the sixth spot right now. Jalen Brunson is is playing, I mean, he's, at he's a, sensational all-star level. Julius is an all-star. Yeah, I mean, things are going well right now, but I just think for a, for a group of people, just like you have this thing with Julius Randle, no matter how well Julius Randle plays, you always focus on the negative I, yes, stuff. Yes, yeah. even last of, night, I watched him, I was like, oh, God, stop doing these things. I think there's a group of people that just don't, are tips guys. Like the end of the first half, they were up by 22, Ugh. they took a timeout, it was like 11 seconds to go, they inbounded to Julius Randle, He's double teamed. He fights through it and hoists up a shot, which is nowhere near. Like that kind of stuff drives me insane. Yeah, he gets in that spot. Like it gets just pass out of the double team. Like he dude, the whole reason he you have the ball do it. is to get to get the double team and, and kick it out. He will not do it. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.